Hi there. I am so excited to invite you to attend our fourth annual free virtual special education and advocacy conference. We are hosting it here at Ashley Barlow Company in partnership with Rebecca Poe Teaching. And we are so excited for a few new things at this year's conference. The first new thing is that we have not just one, but two different tracks for attendance. For the first time ever, we have created a track that is specific for school staff and teachers. We also still have that traditional track that we intend to be really great for parents and caregivers in the IEP arena. So yes, we have a teacher track and a parent track. On that teacher track, you are going to learn about things like easier data collection, gestalt language processing, behavior reading, and other super hot topics in special education practice, as well as advocacy. On the teacher and caregiver track, you're going to learn about stress management for caregivers using adaptive books, something that I have really kind of um, dove into here at my own house, inclusion advocacy, advocacy strategies, and so, so much more. That free ticket will give you one pass, one access to one presentation per hour on the track that you choose, either that teacher track or the parent track. Of course, if you are not available on January 19th or January 20th when the conference is taking place, you can buy tickets to access the conference on demand. And those tickets, of course, are available at our website, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference slash 2024. Check out the website for more information about ticketing. This year, we also have something super exciting planned. We have decided to make this a two-day event. When I partnered with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I told her that I really feel like school districts, disability organizations, and other community organizations need to start providing trainings that are accessible to teachers, related service providers, administrators, parents and caregivers, and other community members that are interested in IEP support. What if we all attended the same training? What if we all learned information about special education practice, curriculum, how to read evaluations, that kind of stuff, about special education advocacy, how we can collaborate more, how we can work together, and even about special education laws. What if we all attended those presentations and we workshopped them together? So together with Rebecca Poteaching, I have created the Empowered Workshop Series, and we are excited to bring it to your organization or school in 2024 and beyond. If you are interested in having Rebecca and I bring a workshop to you, you can see a preview of the Empowered Workshops on January 19th, the Friday before our main conference programming. For more information about that, either send me a DM or check out the website, again, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference dash 2024. We hope to see you January 19th and or January 20th and can't wait to connect with you. Hi everyone, welcome to the Ashley Barlow Company podcast. I'm Ashley Barlow, your host. If you are a parent, 
a teacher or someone who works at a school, or you're a community member, a volunteer or a staff member at an organization that supports people with special education plans, a coach, a tutor, or even a grandparent, you're in the right place. Sit back with an ice cold glass of lemonade, put on your walking shoes and grab some headphones, roll down the windows and cruise. Ready, set, go. Educate, advocate, collaborate. Welcome back to Special Education Advocacy with Ashley Barlow. I'm Ashley Barlow and I'm so happy you're here. Today I am going to take you down a rabbit hole. But the purpose of today's episode is not to go down a rabbit hole. It is rather to help you find documentation that will actually be helpful to you in your advocacy journey. We're talking about policy documents, and if you don't know what policy documents are, that is okay. I'm going to tell you what they are, and I'm going to tell you how to find them. How to use them should be pretty obvious, um, but we can touch on that at the end as well. So what are policy documents? Policy documents are things that are issued by the Department of Education that explain certain policies. They explain laws, they might give best practice, they might respond to a letter that somebody has sent them to say, hey, can you figure this out for me or can you explain it? Hey, Department of Education, can you explain this a little bit better? So they tease out the laws in these policy documents. So there's dear colleague letters and there's um, policy documents and what they do is they help to explain the law according to the Department of Ed. And these can be incredible tools in your advocacy toolbox as you can imagine, right? I mean, you take one of these suckers into an IEP meeting and say, well, I don't know, this is what the United States Department of Education has to say about this particular topic it's gonna make an impact, and that's exactly what you want it to do. Policy documents are not binding. However, if the Department of Ed says something, then you take it in there, it's pretty likely that the district's going to listen to you. So let's kind of dive in and look at these policy documents and see if we can figure out how to find them. Now. I'm going to give you the website. I am recording this in early September of 2022. I don't think it's all that important to write down the website because what I want for you to understand is that policy documents move. This website is nearly impossible to find. I search and search and search and search every time I have to look for a new policy document or look one up because I failed to save it and I'm telling you, it's annoying. So where they are right now, I think the best website is, I'm pulling it back up, is, okay, geez, oh, peace. All right, so it is https colon backslash backslash sites.ed.gov backslash idea backslash policy dash letters, plural, dash policy, dash support, dash documents, backslash. Now, if you get all of that into your browser, <laughs> chances are it's not going to pull anything up. 
<laughs> so let's go over to Google and I'm going to tell you what to type into Google and you'll find the page. If you type in USDOE, United States Department of Education, Special Education Policy, you will find the right page. So what you are looking for is you are looking for the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education's policy documents for special education. And if you type that in, you will probably find the Department of Ed's um, website. Now, under the Department of Education, you're going to go to the Office of Special Education Programs. There's kind of two different um, uh, sub-departments where special ed is housed, OSERS and OSEP. OSERS is the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services, and OSEP is the Office of Special Education Programs. Also, when you get up to the OSEP page, um, there is a tab currently, again in September 2022, that says um, Law and Policy. And there's a drop down box on law and policy and you're going to go to policy docs, policy documents. And if you click on that tab, that will take you here as well. So you might have to toggle around a little bit on the Department of Ed's website and OSEP's website. But eventually you're probably going to get to this page where you have all of the policy documents. And what's really cool is you can either search or you can just read them in order. So every once in a while, I don't know, once or twice a month, I will actually go onto this page while I'm lying in bed or while I'm waiting in carpool or whatever, and I'll just kind of read up on what the Department of Education, what OSEP and ERSAs, OSERS have been doing recently, where they're issuing policy, what people are asking them to tease out, and if you kind of stay up to date on your particular topic, then um, you can do this by search as well. So the first thing that we are going to talk about is how to search. And on the page currently, and I think anytime um, that there's been um, any iteration of this page, I think has had a search box. So you can, right now the search box is at the bottom. And so you can go into the search and you can type in a search. Um, obviously, <laughs> that's what it's for. So I am typing right now, least restrictive environment. Now I am putting that in quotes because this is a little bit of legal research here. Um, I think this is probably true of other areas, but I don't know that I knew it before I went to law school. If you put it in quotes, you're going to get every time that it comes up as least restrictive environment, that phrase. If you do not put it in quotes, then you are going to get every paragraph, or pardon me, every article that has the word least, every article that has the word restrictive, and yes, you guessed it, every article that also has the word environment, and that might not be about inclusion. So if you put it in quotes, then you get the whole phrase least restrictive environment. Now, when you look for policy documents um, on least restrictive environment, you get 163. This is what I did when I made the inclusion workshop. I typed in this thing and I printed off, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 of these babies. Um, and I read them and I summarized them for you. And I went through all 163 in order to figure out what 30 I wanted to print in order to make the, the document for you. And 
Before lots and lots of IEP meetings, I am doing this as well. I'm looking to see if the Department of Ed has said anything about least restrictive environment in the last little bit. And sure enough, the um, Department of Ed had said something about least restrictive environment in the last little bit. On April 7th, the day after my birthday, 2022, um, the, the Department of Ed, OSEP, uh, sent a letter to Timeson about adaptive physical education in least restrictive environment. And it shows up right now, right in the beginning of um, that search. And I just wanna see while we're um, kind of playing around, if we type in adaptive physical education and put that in quotes, if it comes up with that letter and sure enough, it does. So I typed in, in quotes, a least restrictive environment, end quote, and adaptive physical education. I put that phrase in quotes as well. And sure enough, it comes up with articles um, about inclusion and adaptive physical education. So the first thing that you can do on these policy letters is you can kind of go down to the search box and you can type in whatever you're looking for. You could type in dyslexia and see how many articles um, and policy documents come up regarding dyslexia. The answer is 34. But if you type in specific learning disorder in quotes, I'm doing it now, I am a slow typer then you are going to get 500 and, oops, I, I missed a quote here, 578 results. Wow. So you're going to get a whole lot of information if you go searching for SLD. Okay. So the first thing is to go searching um, in the search box. The other thing that you can do is you can go into the area where you can search by topic. So there's a, a little um, place where you can click and you can search by topic. And the topics include, for example, accessibility and bullying, charter schools, disability category, dispute resolution, discipline and behavior supports, um, IEPs, um, there's IFSPs that you have in um, an early intervention, secondary transition. So if you click on any of these, what you're going to get is you're going to get categorized policy documents under those particular topics. And so maybe you've got a secondary transition issue. Maybe your child's transitioning to adulthood, and so you're looking for information on that. Well, if you click on that little drop down, it's going to explain to you what transition services are. You get a little overview. And then um, the next document is a transition guide. I'm going to read you this title because this sounds pretty exciting. A transition guide to post-secondary education and employment for students and youth with disabilities. And this was written in August of 2020. Sometimes you hit an absolute jackpot on exactly what you're looking for. If you wanted to know what the Department of Ed said about transition and you clicked on this document, you would literally get a 60 page guide that all schools are supposed to pay attention to and follow as it applies to transition. That's pretty cool. So every once in a while you get something that you're like, Eureka, I have found it. 
I have found so much good information in these policy documents. Sometimes they're wonderful guides like this transition guide. Sometimes it is um, something that just has a really great quote that totally applies to the case that I'm working on or to my own child, to, to Jack's situation. And sometimes it kind of like teases something out in my mind that I hadn't really thought about. And it helps me to understand why the district might be working in a certain way. And, and when I know how the district is working, I can use my interest-based negotiation strategies in order to build the golden bridge and in order to get an agreement done. So these policy documents can be super helpful, basically at educating us. And when we're educated, we can build a far better advocacy strategy. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you hop into the Department of Ed's website and that you look for the OSEP policy letters and policy support documents and see if you can find anything that might help you in your advocacy journey. If anything else, it's just kind of fun to tool around while you're sitting in the carpool line or while you're lying in bed um, having your quiet time. This powerful tool should get you through the next week. I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Thanks so much for joining me.